0: Welcome to Finest Work Songs. My name is Matt. My name is also Matt. We're back for season eight, y'all. Feeling great. Season eight. <laughs>
1: I don't know why I always feel like I have to rhyme. Yeah. Whatever our number is. Like, we never talk about it ahead of time. No, we don't. Like, hey, what's this season gonna hey, be? Man, yeah, I think season seven. We should be like you know, podcasting heaven. Yeah. Or something like we just wait until we see where the feeling takes us. That's what this podcast is all about. It's all about feel.
0: It's organic. <laughs> Matt, for folks who are just joining us here on Finest Work Songs, what is it that
1: we do? Yes, Matt, here at Finest Works Songs, we love to talk about great albums. Sometimes it's an album that's universally acclaimed as being a great or classic album. Sometimes it's an album that one of us really loves and is passionate about and wants to convince the other that it's actually a great album. And really at the heart of it, we just love to talk about great albums. And while it's about the music, it's for the fans. It is. We do have just some fantastic listeners and you guys are great to like reach back out to us too. Like over the years we've gotten some some really good emails and you know, you guys like to bear your hearts and souls to us and you like to do that in a little segment we call Kenny Gmail. Kenny G-Mail. If you're a longtime finest work songs listener and then you're probably in on the gag at this point. <laughs> You've probably surmised that, yeah, they're not always, uh, you know, quote unquote, real emails there. Uh, well, they're all real. I mean, they're real emails. I mean, they were really <laughs> Maybe sent not from real people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. But for uh, kicking off season eight, we're really excited because we really, really did want to share a genuine email that uh, a Finest Work fan sent to us, and so we really appreciate it. I'm not going to give give out the name. Uh, you you know who you are, but this person wrote to us right, right before the holidays. So this person writes, Matt and also Matt, which I love that I'm just also Matt, by the way. Hey, you know, I'm, not, I'm not Matt anymore. I'm just also Matt. <laughs> I'm, I'm like secondhand Matt. No way. <laughs> yeah. You're the beloved. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> tell, tell my family. This person writes, I discovered your podcast a few months back when randomly searching for Driving and Crying on the old Apple podcast. And now I have completed a list of every last stinking one of them culminating appropriately enough with the annual Christmas episode. I just want to say thank you sincerely. I know that all of that big Arby's and assorted vape store ad <laughs> revenue is enough to keep you going. But in case it's not, I just want to ensure you that you're doing good in this world. Uh, I'm the same, about the same age as you guys, born and raised in the Southeast. I'm a big music lover with uh, way too many of the same shared experiences that y'all have, i.e. loving R.E.M. and Radiohead, yes. ordering the legend album for a penny on Columbia House, <laughs> pouring over DMV lyrics in college, etc. I'm 99% certain that I even had a Silk CD. This one? Me, oh, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> You've made my Atlanta commutes much more enjoyable over the past four months. The worst part is that I'll have to now wait a few weeks in between Epipods. Not anymore. We're back, baby. That's right. We're back. Anyway, thank you for reintroducing me to what have become my two favorite previously overlooked albums of 2022, Sound and Color and Modern Vampires in the City. Nice. Thank you for the underrated Epipod containing Roman Candles, "O Tall Tree. The Wee Hours review is an all-timer album for mm-hmm. me, but this brought me back to a record that I liked yet likely underappreciated and matt's take on big light hit me hard i'm going through a tough time in my life slash marriage relationship and the fill up these four walls with with old memories line killed me Mm -hmm. i realize that you probably won't read this (laughs) that's what you think (laughs) as it would probably be buried in spam fair point yeah (laughs) um but one to send anyway talking music with you guys would be a blast but listening to you doing it is the next best thing keep it up, boys. We really, really appreciate that. That, man, that means
0: a lot. That was so cool yeah. that somebody would take the time to share that. You know, we've talked about this before. We keep it light, but we realize, man, we're all going through some yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. We have our ups and downs. And so yep. we do this as a way to have fun with one another, but yep. we really do care about folks. And when we do talk about these things, we do think of y'all. Absolutely. Well said. Matt, that was so heartfelt. Let's do another one of the heartfelt one of the, the
1: good uh, emails where yeah, people like are their souls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's say here. Here's one. This is in reference to our Metallica and Justice for All Epipod. Okay. No name on it, but this person writes There's some evidence that large doses of soy may encourage cancer cells to grow in these tissues. Wow. Like you said, people are going through some dark things. <laughs> I mean that's
0: how uh, much soy is that person <laughs> eating? Yeah. Popping wow. soybeans? <laughs> like candy. <laughs>
1: I feel like I need to look into this a little more. I'm not up on my soy causes cancer research. Might need to look into that one. What would that be called if like, you know, if you don't believe the earth is
0: round, you're a flat earther. Flat earther. If you're like a...
1: A soy boy. Soy boy. (laughs) Oh, you want them soy boys, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, we don't mean to laugh. This one wasn't quite as heartfelt.
1: No, but I mean,
0: it, it was in the right place, though. They yeah. care. They don't want us. They know how much we are drinking soy milk here <laughs> yeah, while we try. do this. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. They know that big soy would not want us to <laughs> find out the truth.
1: Well, thank you, thank yeah. you for that. I mean, I guess you know the injustice for all album is really about you know keeping people down and conspiracies. Yeah. So it's, it's it's in the pocket. Yeah. That makes sense. That's right. <laughs> What if that's like, that was like Lars Ulrich sent us that, that email. <laughs> we
0: missed it. All right. Season eight. Yes. As we are moving along, Matt, we often come up with some new ideas.
1: We got to keep our this relationship fresh sometimes. Yeah, so We got to spice,
0: spice things up in the pod room. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the Cosmo the other day yeah, sure. in line, 10 ways to spice things up with your partner. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a new segment for y'all. This is called Share Time. <laughs> wait what what this share time
1: uh that's not sure what
0: of course it is no it's not sure
1: that's my favorite share song you call yourself
0: a music fan uh, i'm sorry right, that... i'll get it right next time that's all, all right. good all forgiven you know often matt and i will be texting or doing marco polo back and forth uh also if you're not familiar marco polo is a video app we're not in the pool just playing marco polo yeah. <laughs> you'll share a book you'll share a movie you'll mm-hmm. share a new snack, yep, so, yeah. soy candy or sure. so, something. Yeah. We just thought we'd have a time where we share some oh. of the things
1: that we're into these days.
0: Yep, Matt, why don't you kick us off? I'm excited about this,
1: the- and th- this isn't like our way of being like, oh, we're so cool. You need to be doing what we're doing. But it's it, not. It, oh, sorry. Was that was that for what we do? Okay, okay, for yeah. you it is. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, it's not. Of course, take these for what it's worth. It's just things we're we're kind of enjoying and want to pass along for share time. For me, probably not going to recommend other podcasts very, very often, but for this initial one, I am going to recommend one. It's one I've discovered pretty recently. I found it to be extremely enlightening and full of really good information and, and coming from a really good place. So Matt, I want to recommend The Bulletin hey. from CT Media. Hey, yeah, All right. um, I find myself being incredibly busy just with life. And so I'm less likely to keep up with what's really going on in the news as well as I should. The Bulletin uh, is a great way to, once a week, kind of get a rundown on the big stories of the week and wh- what they all mean and, wh- and what the implications are. So like I said, I'm, I'm not asking you to you know, hit pause on Finest Work Songs and, <laughs> and go uh, listen to it right away. But you know, when, when we're done with this, you know, uh, you're looking for a- another podcast to listen to, um, I highly recommend The Bulletin. Awesome. And, and I happen to know someone who works on it. Yeah,
0: Finest Work Fans. I began a new job in November with CT Media, and The Bulletin is a podcast
1: that we put out. It's been mm-hmm. fun to work on. Glad you like it, Matt. Y'all do a really good job. It's it's really well done. Thanks, so, man. Yeah. What's your share time selection?
0: Matt, today, I want to share the TV show, The Bear. Oh. Many of you out there are like, duh, it was on these best of lists, and-
1: I want to recommend the show called Cheers <laughs> <laughs>
0: So far back. (laughs) But here's the thing I talked to someone last night, a friend, and had not watched it. I've not watched it it yet. See? Yep. I don't feel bad now about sharing this. It's a show that Kristen and I watched and. If you are a music fan, which you are listening mm-hmm. to this, I assume Presumably. you are. The music choices in this show are unreal, yeah, and unexpected. Mm. I don't need to tell you about it. Just go watch it. It's on Hulu. It's an FX show on Hulu.
1: If you're an '80s kid or '90s kid, mm-hmm. the music it's really gonna reach you. So this is the bear. This is not the the movie about the bear who gets into cocaine, right? <laughs> this is different. Oh yeah, <laughs> cocaine bear that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Oh, right. my so gosh. different. <laughs> Has that come out yet? No, I don't think it has. I think it's a real thing. yeah, wow. no, I have heard really good things about the bear. Yeah. So cool. Thank you. That's our first installation of Share Time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, to kick off season eight, who is it that we are reviewing today? Today, we're going to be talking about Tracy Chapman's debut album, Tracy Chapman.
2: What do you can say?
0: If you have listened to the show, I think I've mentioned at least four times in the past year that we need to do Tracy Chapman. Yeah, yeah. Keeps yeah. coming up, and yeah. we'll find out why here today. But mm-hmm. before we do, we always like to
1: begin with our memories. Matt, what is your memory of Tracy Chapman? The music that I was really into... At this time, I probably still enjoyed Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of hard rock and that sort of thing. But I, I was really starting to get into socially conscious stuff. Like you know, REM, your green comes out in 1988. And right. Midnight Oil, is Diesel and Dust was it probably a year before and you, you've you got globally conscious environmental bands and, and things going on to have someone like Tracy Chapman Doing these like socially conscious songs wasn't like a crazy thing to me at the time. It was like it was kind of in the, in the pocket of, of what I was into. Yeah. What I'll say is. Even as big as Fast Car was, it was never a song that like just grabbed me. I don't know, maybe it's the monotony of the the riff or something. But it, like, it, but it, I don't have time. But I don't really care. Mom, no, but, where's my skateboard? Where's my hot pocket? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I was also really into more like louder stuff. Yeah, you know. And so there's a little bit of like regret that I didn't like gravitate towards it more. Particularly as I've listened to it this week, I feel like I missed a lot of. The impact of Tracy Chapman at that time. Looking back and, and listening to it more now, I have a ton of respect for what she did and what this album is about. Yeah. What's your memory,
0: Matt? Growing up, like a lot of kids, I just wanted to go fast. Yeah. And my dad drove fast. He had a really souped-up car. Mm-hmm. But the last time I saw him, I was ten, and and mm-hmm. he said, "If you ain't first, you're last." <laughs> I took that advice to heart, man. And so I. Devoted my life to going fast. <laughs> I became a race car driver mm-hmm. in the NASCAR circuit. Sure. I became successful. I became the best. Wow. It was quite the ride. And then there was someone who rose up and challenged me. Ooh. I got overzealous in trying to beat him and, and crashed. Oh, man. Yeah. I had a long recovery. And then when I got back out there, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. My deadbeat dad shows up mm. and decides to, to train me and try and get me ready. Yeah. I was like, I was born to drive a fast car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, son, speaking of fast car. Have you heard of that new folk singer? No. Oh, yeah. Tracy Chapman? Yeah, he's big in the NASCAR. <laughs> <scene>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's really making a name for herself. Oh, man. Wow. That should be your warm-up music. And I was like, I always warm up to Kickstart My Heart from yeah, sure. Motley yeah. Crew. <laughs> yeah. He's like, not this time, son. And he played fast car. Wow. And it kind of settled my soul and yeah. gave me the confidence to go race again. After the race, I went and bought this CD.
1: Phew. What were some of the training methods your dad used on you when he got back in your life when you were kind of down Do you uh, remember what he yeah he, he put me in a car with a cougar whoa <laughs> that seems a little extreme uh, can you imagine if you put him back in
0: with an older woman he's like
1: what are you doing dad well, i
0: thought you <laughs> battle a cougar <laughs> oh my gosh i showed the older two girls that movie over the break because i showed all the kids blades of glory and they loved it did they yeah i had to fast forward some things like you always forget about scenes like oh he's a sex addict that goes to a (laughs) sex addict meeting (laughs) right that movie is funny that i remember okay but they loved it so much and we're going on and on and they like will ferrell i just said to the older two all right i gotta show you something
1: if you like will ferrell it's so funny. We were in a, a supper club with three other couples for many years. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like all ran out of recipes. So we're like, well, let's mix it up. So, so we started doing themed theme to dinners where if you were hosting, you supplied the meal and then the others had to guess what the theme was. We did a round of movie themes. Charity and I hosted one. And you we guys did... picked the movie Swingers. We did. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, the theme hey. is swingers. <laughs> <laughs> We did Talladega Nights. Oh, nice. Everybody showed up. We had like Domino's, Taco Bell, Mountain Dew. And we did the whole thank you Dear baby Jesus prayer, you know, my smoking hot wife. (laughs) uh, That was great. (laughs) I think it's his best movie. Well, uh, no, I don't know. Anchorman. Anchorman's up there. Gosh, that's tough. We could do a
0: poll on our Instagram, see what you guys think. Well, that's good. Good memory. (laughs) So Tracy Chapman's debut album kicks off with Talking About a Revolution.
2: don't you know we're talking about a revolution it sounds like a whisper. don't you know talking about a revolution it sounds like a whisper while they're standing in the welfare lines crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation wasting time And get there, yeah. Who are people gonna rise up and take what's there? Don't you know you better? Talking about a revolution. Oh no! Talking about a revolution. Oh, While they're standing in the welfare lines, crying to those of those armies of salvation, wasting time in the unemployment lines, sitting around waiting for a promotion. Don't you know? Talking about a revolution sounds. Starting to turn Talking about a revolution It's yes, finally the tables Are starting to turn Talking about a revolution Oh, no Talking about a revolution Oh, no Talking about a revolution
1: realize the whole song and I got caught up pretty gutsy opening track for a debut album this isn't like things are bad we need to do better this is like people are gonna rise up you get that feel of like despair and incredibly tough times for a lot of people in mid to late 80s and economic despair and whatnot. It's kind of a catchy little (laughs) sing-along but man some deep dark subject there for sure it's very in your face yeah it's like punk rock yeah exactly this was covered by a german punk band an
0: english punk band (laughs) matt i don't know if you've heard this version this is talking about a revolution covered by living color oh not what i was expecting extreme Oh, we got a fast word here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's okay. It sounded like Vernon Reed was like, they were getting ready to go out hey guys you ever heard that song talking about revolution
1: They're like, yeah i think so yeah, i think i remember it let's do that, let's tonight. Do that one right now yeah <laughs> that's terrible no, that's not good oh my gosh um, and bernie reed is so good that guitar
0: tone is oh, yeah. unmistakable oh yeah so 80s <laughs> and that was in 95 <laughs> all right next fast car
1: i don't think i've heard this one <laughs> hard and sound very fast
0: to me.
2: <laughs> you get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something me, myself, I got nothing to prove. You got a fast car. I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. wanting more from life than he could give. I said, somebody's got to take care of him. So I quit school, and that's what I did. You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You got to make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. When we were driving, driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights day out before and your arm felt nice like strap round my shoulder And I, I, had a feeling that I belonged I, I, had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone
1: comes out in, I think, April 1988. This is clearly the the feel-good hit of the summer of 88. <laughs> <laughs> now, I never realized the levels of the story that it, she's telling here.
0: It's tragic. It's heartbreaking. This is a perfect song to me. Okay. And it gets me every time. Folk music tells a story. Mm-hmm. But, man, it's the mythical baby shoes for sale, never worn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yep. That goal of being able to say a lot. Yep. She paints a whole life and city yeah. and home and workplace yep. and relationship <laughs> in five minutes.
1: It's so good. All the music that I was really into at that time that dealt with that kind of stuff was on a much more like global, environmental kind of scale. Right. As I was thinking about Fast Car. It also made me think about Suzanne Vega's Luca.
2: My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you.
1: Tracy Chapman has another song on here that hits that same theme. But I remember both of those songs coming out, probably relatively same era, and just being like, you can write songs about this kind of stuff. These kinds of songs can be hits. It seemed to shake things up, at least made me rethink the subject matter that artists could actually take on. Let's talk about Tracy a little bit. Born in Cleveland, Ohio,
0: 1964. Apparently her mom bought her a ukulele at age three. Mm -hmm. Her parents divorced at age four. I don't know if there's a correlation between those two events—the right. ukulele and the. Uh, she started playing guitar and writing songs at age eight. Her own words, her influence was hee haw. Yes, <laughs> and Matt's like me too. Yeah,
1: duh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, funny. Isn't that for everybody.
0: Yeah, she talked about the like the, the shininess yeah. of the guitars yeah, and everything. Yeah. That was a glitzy show. It was a glitzy show. I have not revisited Hee Haw, but I wonder how that holds up. I'm sure fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing problematic about it. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> was that basically like, hey, we need a
1: country version of Laugh In or a variety I, show? It probably predates Laugh In, though, right? I mean, I guess it does. It I mean... might even be like vaudeville based, you know, like it might go further back than that. If only there was a way we could find out this kind of information. No, 1969. Oh, well, there you go. I thought, so yeah, because so. the whole thing is Minnie Pearl's old as time. She's probably like 35.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a, okay, so it was inspired by Rowan and Martin's laughing, okay, well, there but you centered go. on country music. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Rural rather than pop culture inspired humor and with far less topical material. Oh, yes. So that's been going on for a while now. So he hauls to blame <laughs> I for guess. pop country. Gosh, dude. Let's see what's going on in pop country these oh, days. Oh, please. <laughs> Whoa, happy 70th birthday, Lucinda. We should do car wheels on a gravel road. All right. This is the number one country song. Should we use air quotes? Oh, this is Zach Bryant. I'm going to get to the chorus. I
2: say I miss you. I know that you but I miss you in the morning I see the sun.
0: This is on a lot of top albums from 2022. Okay. And so I have listened to it. Okay.
2: To just a man to me or oh, all I am Where hell am I supposed to go?
0: Matt! I've got hope for country There you <laughs> go Because that's a good album That's a good song Nice That, that does not good. feel like Florida George <laughs> Line Right Let's go ahead and see What the number two song is The way your
2: body's moving Keep doing what you're doing to me All night long Riding off love songs Girl, I want it Gotta
0: have it Well. Wow. Hmm Yep. That was nice while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. What is that influencing? Fifteen years from now it's gonna be if it keeps going down well, yeah, I don't even know what that road is. Yeah. You gotta hope that they find their way back to your classics yep. in country. Like he haw. Like hee haw. <laughs> way to bring it back to yeah, Tracy Chapman, yeah. Matt, because I uh, Got on a little rabbit trail there. So somehow <laughs> Tracy was influenced by Hee Haw. Yeah. All right. So she goes to Tufts University in Boston. Starts doing the whole coffee house circuit. Yeah, so she's playing all around. You know, this is kind of myth that she was like busking in the Harvard Square and mm-hmm. so Brian Koppelman, co writer of Oceans thirteen, mm-hmm. wrote Rounders. He's also at Tufts at this time. Right. Yeah. He saw her and his dad ran a publishing company. He's like, You gotta sign her, mm-hmm. you know, to his dad. Can you imagine? Coming home for college, you know, dad. I heard this person in the student union. You've got to sign her. Yeah. So, uh, uh, okay, son. Let me, sure, sure, I will.
1: <laughs> dad, you don't get it. <laughs> but Koppelman was right. And also, I need to do my laundry. I'm
0: <laughs> going out with my friends, dad. Let me know when she signed. <laughs> she signed with a lecture records, but insisted on graduating. Mm -hmm. You know, so this isn't some like, oh, you found me off in the square and and I'll do anything. I'm just like, no, she's like, I'm going to go ahead and finish my double major (laughs) at at Tufts. Yeah. Yeah. I joke, you know, because it could be easy to be like, oh, this privileged kid, Brian Koppelman going to his dad or whatever. But apparently like she was not interested at first, Mm -hmm. would not record a demo for him. He would go to her shows, track down a demo that she had recorded for the Tufts radio station. Mm -hmm. And so he took that to his dad and his dad flew to see her and you know she, she at times like i never thought there's anything like this that why would she right why would you singing this folk song on this like female singer yeah. circuit yep.
1: think oh yeah they're gonna sign me to a major like in the era of like dr Feelgood. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like oh yeah that's, that's totally gonna work to that point the
0: producers kept turning her down because they were into all the, yeah, you know, Duran Duran. Yeah, no one's going to listen to this. <laughs> whatever, you yeah. know. But they found David Kirschenbaum, who produced Joan Baez, Cat Stevens, mm. and whole host of others, but I mentioned those two names because they're along that folk. Right. Uh, in that vein of folk music. Yeah. And he'd said that, you know, there's a sense in the industry of slight boredom with everything, and mm. that people might be willing to listen to lyrics again. Yeah. So, she puts out the album, and this is what I don't understand. Somehow, she gets on the bill for Nelson Mandela's <laughs> right. 70th Birthday party, right? As we've done before, when we start looking into things like the recording of We Are the World right. or the US Festival or mm-hmm. whatever, there is just a whole host of wackiness. Wackiness, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through a couple highlights of it, okay, listeners. We're recording in my basement office, mm-hmm. and there's a TV. For the first time, <laughs> we're gonna do this audio, but I'm I'm gonna show Matt some of these clips so you okay, can sweet. you can hear. Okay, so a little backstory, Matt. A guy named Hollingsworth was trying to put this concert together in the UK. So there's a ton of pushback. The people who are like, Mandela's a terrorist. Mm -hmm. This is a tall order. And he wanted dire straits. That was his goals to get dire straits. Everybody's (laughs) goal. Here's what they said, Matt. We'll perform if there are other top acts, but you can't mention dire straits when you're talking to the other acts. What, What? You can't say, hey, we got dire straits if you come on okay you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. can't mention the name yeah. dire Straits, okay if you're going to like youtube they're like who else is playing you're like well uh. I can't tell you who but i'm just gonna say that it would be <laughs> dire if you missed it and you want to head straight to your calendar and mark the date <laughs> right i'll dance with her if you can't tell her that i'm into her <laughs> right. you know i need to know if she's into me right. <laughs> dire straits had to bring in a guest guitarist the guitarist had just become father of twin girls okay. so he does not go and play this thing which good on you yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like oh, yeah, yeah. good decision yeah so they announced the first bill simple minds okay. huge act at this time they said that we're gonna quit because whitney houston should not be on the bill what an 80s statement <laughs> but also what i guess it was because she was pop and they're thinking like this is a revolution yeah type thing Mm -hmm. i just thought that was fun i was like what do you have against houston here's another fun thing hollingsworth went to ask harry Mm Belafonte to do the opening address okay right here's this trusted voice Belafonte's like i'm not just gonna talk i need to sing
1: i'm gonna do the banana boat song and no questions (laughs) asked
0: they went back and forth a week later they still held their ground and hollingsworth said you can sing (laughs) but you gotta get a category a artist like springsteen or jagger to sing with you Okay. Belafonte's like, well, I can't do that. So I guess I'll talk. <laughs> Here's one of the best <laughs> ones. Sting. Of course. His manager, Miles Copeland, yep. who we've talked about. Mm, Stewart's brother. He wouldn't even ask Sting because they were on a world tour. Okay. And so Hongsworth flies to Switzerland, booked mm. himself into the same hotel, and got through to Sting through the desk because he used Gordon Sumner instead uh, of Sting.
1: Oh, Mr. Sumner's definitely here. Yeah.
0: And so he, he told him <laughs> what happened. And he basically was like, I'll fly you and everybody there an exact replica of your stage setup and all the instruments everything is going to be you come in you open the show and then you leave yeah sting says okay stevie wonder yep they couldn't get through to him no matter what 3 days before the concert he calls back and asks if there's space for him and there was there's was a 25 minute time slot that had originally been held for prince and bono to sing a duet <laughs> oh my gosh what song would they have done yeah, I mean, that
1: to me does not. No one seems to know like that. That's never no, been. I haven't heard. That's amazing. They both turned it down. Okay. Which Bono?
0: I mean, I know you're big, but you're turning down sing with Prince. I don't know. Maybe yeah. just wasn't your.
1: Well, and it seems like that's right in Bono's wheelhouse. Like, oh, I get to get on stage at a big festival for Nelson Mandela. And you think? Like it's like he it was born to do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that wow. you two didn't play this. Yeah. Here's some of the highlights we're going to visit, Matt. Okay. George Michael. Of course. And he is singing. Village Ghetto Land by Stevie Wonder, right. which yeah. we reviewed on our exactly. Songs in the Key of Life epipod. Families
2: buy him dog food now, starvation roams the streets. Babies died before the bomb, infected by the rain. Now, some folks
0: Man. We forget how good he yeah. was. Yeah. That voice, man. Yep. You know, because you end up thinking like, wham, yeah. wake me up. Yeah. Last Christmas. He's covered
1: Stevie Wonder at doing an incredible it's a really job. a good job. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, Jitterbug. <laughs> Jitterbug. <laughs>
0: All right, next highlight I want to point out, Matt. Some African dancers, Eurythmics. Yep. Height of Eurythmics. Oh, yeah. Let's see how this sounds. Yeah. They sounds great. Yeah. This sound good. Okay, Matt. This is what I'm excited about. Okay. <laughs> this is a guy named Lenny Henry okay. who comes out doing an impersonation of Michael
1: Jackson. Michael Jackson. Watch this. Also I forgot to tell you this is German, German uh, <laughs> recording. It's the skills. only one I
0: could find. But check him out. So he's basically doing a poor job of shaking and grabbing his crotch. Shit,
2: I could never do that.
0: Now, this is 74,000 people in Wembley Stadium. Okay, get it. Get it. And there's like two small screens. Yeah. So listen to the audience. They what's barely happening, respond Wembley?
1: to them. 74,000. So, you know, who thought this was a good idea? So this the the 80s? <laughs> Okay. okay. So that, <laughs>
0: again, the screens were not sufficient to show everybody what's going on. Right. So they can't see. They just hear. They
1: just hear this. Yeah. this comedian. Oh,
0: we're almost to Tracy.
1: <laughs> and that guy comes on after rhythmics. That we need a comedy break. <laughs> yeah. And it's too serious. We need a lighthearted moment. About three hours into the concert, Tracy
0: Chapman steps up album just released no one knows who she is has probably sold like two hundred thousand, maybe maybe i don't even think fast car been released yet or if it had it's not a hit coming from tufts university playing coffee houses and has never played a stadium yeah and she's at Wembley, just
1: her and a guitar tracy chapman (laughs) a ganz junge sängerin aus cleveland ohio die sich mit ihrem (laughs) ersten album he was like
0: tracy chapman from cleveland ohio
2: (laughs) why do the baby star? there's enough food to feed the world why wouldn't there so many of us? Are there people still alone? And why are the missiles called peacekeepers when they're aimed to kill? And why is a woman still not safe when she's in her home? Because love is hate. War is peace. No is yes. And we're all free. But somebody's gonna have to answer. The time is coming soon. I missed all these questions and contradictions of some who seek the truth. They tell me, why do the babies stop when there's enough food to feed the world? Why wouldn't there so many of us, are there people still alone? Why are the missiles called peacekeepers when they're aimed to kill? Why is a woman still not safe when she's in her home? So love is hate
1: she's the real deal yeah she sounds amazing and, that, and that's what jumped out at me not having a deep love of this album mm-hmm. or of tracy chapman and then watching this this week she's not a pre-packaged she wrote all these songs she performs right. all these songs i think at one point it may still be the case like fast Car is the highest rated song on the rolling stones list of all time songs that's written and performed by a woman Really? Yeah. I had to get up in a meeting this week in front of like 15 people yeah. and talk for a minute. And I was like, nervous as I'll get out. Yeah. then she gets up there. Her voice is not wavering Her voice is, is amazing. It's like she's done it for 40 years.
0: It's also, it's a stadium of people and you're just you and acoustic. Just you in, yeah. And then she follows it up with this. Last night I
2: heard the screaming. Loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me. It won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at
0: all. <laughs> She's even having to deal with the echo, yeah, the bounce back, you yeah. know, like all of Just that. People talking,
1: yeah. the sound of the seventy thousand people,
0: yeah, and singing songs like "Why are they called peacekeepers right. when they're aimed to kill?" This acapella song about domestic abuse, and- which also. Where's talking about a revolution in fast car right. to your introduction to the, to the world? It's not even fast car. Yeah. Right. So a few hours later, she comes and for your back up. And you do right. your
2: kids. I always hope for better. Maybe together, you need to find it. I got no plans. I ain't going nowhere. So take a fast car and keep on driving. I remember when we were driving. Driving in your car, speed so fast so I felt like I was strong. See lights lay out before, see so your arm feel nice, wrapped around my shoulder and I, I, I had a feeling that I belong. I, I, I high got a feeling I could be someone, be someone,
1: be someone. And the reason Tracy Chapman was back out there, right? Was there was a problem with Stevie Wonders. Yeah, I think that might have been Which the time. is again one of these weird serendipitous moments but does that mean that she would not have done fast car right (laughs) i think that's the way i understood it It was like there's a glitch with something technical with stevie wonder we we need someone with a guitar let's talk about that though real quick stevie wonder yeah one of the greatest musicians in
0: pop music ever Mm -hmm. seasoned from a young age yeah and he doesn't have his thing called a synclavier which like all the songs on memory Mm -hmm. but if you're stevie wonder just say give me a piano yeah instead he turns around goes off crying and so they go over to this 24-year-old with a guitar, and they're like, can you do more songs? And then she goes and does Fast Car.
1: Right. And the rest is history.
0: Right. Because yeah. I don't think that the first two songs that she did would have...
1: People would be talking about her. Yeah. Those are interesting songs she did, but they're not making her a, a star. She talk about like the, the, the big festivals and these kind of seminal moments in these festivals. And yeah. the, the one that always comes to mind is, is, is you 2 at Live Aid. Yeah, they did yep. bad and, and you know at the moment the other three members of the band thought it was the biggest mistake they had ever made Yeah, and then the next day it's all anyone's talking about is you 2 their performance and yeah. their performance and, and not that this is at the same level but it, it's still one of those it's, like, it's one of those weird things where it's like you've got this a hiccup in, in, in the, the way things ought to be there's this moment in time that someone reaches out and grabs it and it's remarkable before this
0: maybe 200,000 sold or something mm-hmm. and then in the next two weeks two million yeah but also, again, who chose her song? <laughs> she didn't do "Talking About a Revolution" yeah. or "Fast Car" in the first set. But which, she did the a cappella awkward song, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're at Wembley. Yeah, here's Whitney. Unreal. Mm-hmm. She does all her pop songs. Yeah. But she's doing this a cappella. Yeah. People are screaming. She doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. And she's singing a gospel song. Yeah. There's only one person in 1988 Uh-oh. that could follow Whitney. Close your eyes. All
1: right. All right. Please be Alf. Okay. Please be Alf. Open them up. Yes. Of course. God bless for watching. Today, this is meatloaf. The loaf. He just did the. Everybody, give yourselves a round of applause. Such a lovely audience. We have
0: some of the rockin'. We have some of they the rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> so guy talks, but... of the they brought out after Whitney Houston's full set, they brought out Meatloaf <laughs>
1: to introduce Salt and Pepper. And
0: then he comes back out. The Fat Boys. who do Wipeout
1: without the Beach Boys. <laughs> so, so, all right, at this point, we're four hours into a. Like oh, a... we're
0: like nine hours in, <laughs> and they bring out the Fat Boys <laughs> to do iPad. To do iPad. All right, we're almost done. the The big act comes up. It's Dire Straits. Okay. The rhythm guitar yeah, didn't come because no. twins. So they had to get someone to fill in. Sure. so On rhythm guitar, we've got Eric Clapton on rhythm guitar. On rhythm guitar. I'm watching this, and I I spent some time with this. Okay, I can tell. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, certainly they're going to trade solos. You don't trade solos with Knopfler? No. (laughs) He keeps Clapton on rhythm. He's given the saxophonist a solo in every song. I'm not kidding.
1: I'll talk about this another time. Yeah. Ten-minute live version of Sultan's A Swing. Yeah. The other rhythm guitarist gets some little solo here. See? <laughs> but Clapton does it? No, he doesn't. Four <laughs> songs
0: in, he gives them a solo, a short one. Right? So then they recognize that this is Eric Clapton. Yeah. They go ahead and they are closing their set with this. Wonderful tonight. The slowest version oh ever. Wow. Also, people have been staying up for ten hours and you can do that. Here's the thing, Matt. <laughs> the album track is ninety six beats per minute. Okay. I tracked this one. Mm-hmm. It's seventy six beats per minute. Oh my god. So just to show you, Matt, mm-hmm. what it's like for some other songs to be twenty beats less per minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some other songs that are
1: if they were twenty beats slower. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 20
0: beats per minute is significant, That is right? a significant
1: difference. All right, here's here's another one. <laughs> That's... It
0: changes it. It completely changes it. Feels it feels like a ballad now.
1: I kind of like that, though.
0: Yeah, that one's kind of yeah, nice, that one, right? that one
1: works at any speed.
0: All right, so... <laughs> As the name of our podcast lets everyone know we are big REM fans. Tell me if you can recognize this one. Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: It's so sleepy. (laughs) I need a nap. I love hearing that snare. That would be hard to play. That (laughs) would
1: be really hard to play. That would be harder
0: than the original. Okay, so, Matt, Fast Car Mm -hmm. was up for song of the year right so it was man in the mirror by the way oh but she did not lose to michael jackson she lost to bobby mcferrin I don't mean, worry be happy you can't beat old bobby Mac. <laughs> not that year
1: not that year that was his year
0: you know how they have record of the year and the mm-hmm. song of the year which yeah, yeah. i still don't understand it's like car of the year and vehicle of the year yeah <laughs> she lost both to bobby mcferrin so let's see what bobby mcferrin would oh, sound like 20 beats slower <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, he's just—he's done trying to make people happy at this point. No, that's right. I've given up. Here, let me fast forward it.
2: I don't think it would have been number one if it had been this. No, song. no, we couldn't have gotten so. through all
0: the whistling. That made me think of other sort of upbeat, happy
1: songs. <laughs> but but are you happy? Yeah. You don't sound too happy. But
0: similar to Lizzo, like it if kinda it has works a beat. It kinda works. Yeah. yeah. We got one more.
1: One more. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's even dirtier. Gosh. Ooh.
0: I don't know if I've ever played since the original time the uh, the the actual words, so here they are.
1: So there it is, Matt. Yeah. So getting it back to it, like, is that really how you want to end the Nelson Mandela show with Wonderful Tonight? They've been out there for 10 hours, probably been standing up for 13 hours. <laughs> I just would love to imagine that conversation between Dire Straits and Eric Clapton. Like, All right, we're going to do like six songs. Right. You're playing rhythm on five of them. We're going to end on Layla and I'm going to just like t- shredding. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We're doing Wonderful Tonight.
0: <laughs> we don't know it that well. So we're going to go a little slower. <laughs> And you holler out the chords to us. Uh, we're playing in like a week. Don't you guys have time to learn it? I've learned your songs. Not yeah. oh, man. No, no. We're Dire Straits. <laughs> you haven't done unplugged yet? It's not your time. <laughs> Listeners, this is the time when we challenge one another to remove a song. Yeah. And so, Tracy Chapman, she's going to stand up with confidence the next time you have to do a presentation and just stone cold kill it. Yeah,
1: they're going to demote you, yeah. hire her.
0: So, Matt, what song would you remove?
1: As beautiful as it was at the Nelson Mandela birthday, I would remove Behind the Wall. Last
2: night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all.
1: It's beautiful. I mean, it re- she really sings it so well, but it's such a dark you know, acapella. And I feel bad even saying that because like, it's an important subject. She's got s- such talent in so many ways. I just want to hear that elsewhere. What about you? What song would you remove?
0: I would remove Mountains of Things for one reason only. <laughs> <laughs> It's those bongos, man. Yeah. You're not a bongo fan? I'm not a bongo fan, but also for five minutes, yeah, those bongos just keep going.
1: That, to, to me, as I've listened to this album, that's the one thing that dates it, I think more than anything else. Bongo sound and the way it's repetitive with it. That sounds 80s to me. And like the rest of the album, I feel like does not sound as dated like that.
0: Yeah. Matt, in the spirit of 20 beats per minute less, it's time for your senior quote. senior year uh, shut up kenny g <laughs> golly he's always buttoning. he's in. always like
1: him and mark kind. yeah just,
0: somebody call me <laughs> someone asked for the coons here dude. comes the sacks <laughs> all right underneath your picture you've got a quote that represents the journey that lies ahead looking back all the wisdom that you've learned mm-hmm. or just something fun and snarky. Yeah. So Matt, what would your senior quote be from this album?
1: My senior quote from Tracy Chapman's debut album would be from the song mountains of things. Okay. It's because I think at this point, you know, you're done with high school, you're looking ahead. You still got the next phase of life. You got your career. You're mm-hmm. thinking sweet, lazy life, champagne and caviar. Hope you'll come and find me. Cause you know what, who we are. That's, That's- like a
0: Lord song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's where I would have been. That's good. I'm sure. What about you?
0: Matt, mine would be from If Not Now, mm. The Moment Has Arrived. If Not Now, Then When? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Just inspiring everybody. Jeez. just 30 years later, somebody picks up the yearbook. And they go, I wonder what happened to him. He was yeah. on the precipice of greatness. He grabbed the bull of life by the horns and <laughs> wrestled it to the ground. Yes. That's a, good, that's a good one. All right. Also, at 20 beats less, it's time for Sleepers. Wake me up. This is tough on the album because Her Essentials has probably half this album. Right. But they did not have this song, and this is one that really jumped out at me, Matt. And okay. that's If not now.
2: If not now. Then when? If not today. says A love for days to come is as good as none
0: she uses her superpower of folk songs mm-hmm. not just to talk about the ills of society but also to talk about the complexities of the heart
1: when you're dealing with essentially acoustic guitar and some basic foundational things that lends itself to an album and a sound that can hold up well but this this is also 87 88 this could have fallen to the trappings of some bad 80s production and it doesn't yeah. really sounds really fresh and really good even today are you,
0: are you listening
1: right now? hit us up on social media whether it's instagram or twitter at finest work songs you can find us on Facebook and uh, at our website, finestworksongs.com. And send us those emails, finestworksongs@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe we'll read, actually, maybe we'll actually will read one of your emails on a future <laughs> uh, Kenny Gmail segment. Until next time, everybody, here's
0: another great Tracy Chapman song to take us out.
2: Take something time Maybe be the words I say. You should take something time. think about your life. You should take something time Before you throw it away.
0: Our theme song is by the incredible band Medium Heat. This track is called Radio. And you should check them out at mediumheat.bandcamp.com. And check out any upcoming shows if you are in the Raleigh area. They are on Facebook at Medium Heat Music.